What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. What is it, my friends? Welcome back to another episode. We have a solo episode today. It's just me. I feel like I've been having a lot of guests on lately, which I've been loving, so I hope you guys have also been loving it. I love to hear from other people and get, like, little tidbits from their area of expertise. Very much enjoy that. I, once again, don't have a sparkling water. I've been severely lacking, slacking, slacking and lacking in that department. I actually can't drink any sparkling water today or any water, like, at all. So I've talked before about how my hormones have been out of whack for, like, like two years. But I've been working with a really awesome naturopath lately and I am getting my hormones tested yet again. So I'm hoping this time I get some answers, but basically it is um, a test that I pee on like four different times over the course of today and tomorrow. And you can only have 40 ounces of water in a day. And if you know me, you know that I just drink absolutely so many liquids in the day. Like so much water, sparkling water. I love orange juice, smoothies. So I'm not feeling well, to say the least. And I really, I really do hate to be that girl that's like, just drink water. Like, you have a headache? Just drink water. You're tired? Just drink water. But I I do. I feel like that's just what it is sometimes. I feel horrible today. I just feel awful. I have a headache and I haven't peed since 8 a.m. To be honest, I don't even know how I'm going to get pee out to pee on this test. I just simply don't need to go. I have nothing in me to give. And I know that I just so desperately need some water. So I guess this is your reminder. If you've been slacking on your water intake today, go go grab yourself a cup, a cup of ice cold water. Anyways, I was inspired to do today's episode by everyone on TikTok going back and looking at the first photo that they ever liked on Instagram. Now, the Instagram I use is not my, like, OG Instagram. I had a separate one that I used growing up as a teenager and, like, into college. And then if you listen to the podcast episode about me being a part of a multi-level marketing company, being an MLM girly, you'll know that I created the Instagram that I use now because I started being a Beachbody coach, and you can hear more on that in that episode. But basically, I have posts from almost five years ago, and I was 20 years old. I was giving very much, like, health and wellness girl boss energy, kind of cringy quotes, pretty, like, bad fitness health advice with, like, a sprinkle of toxic positivity. Like, I know, thinking back to some of the stuff that I've posted, I cringe and wince a little so I thought it would be fun to go back look at my old Instagram posts and see what I agree with what I disagree with she was definitely cute for the time and I was like super consistent and passionate about my posts but looking back it's like very clear to me that I didn't quite know myself I think I was definitely still trying to find my place in this world which is totally normal for that age I was 20 years old think I was really worried still about like fitting in with everybody not truly knowing who I was so let's rewind the clock back to 2017 and read some old health and wellner IG posts that's what my friends used to call me because the whole like gist of my Instagram was around health and wellness my last name's wellner health and wellner hee hee ha ha 
I know I for sure have some like cringy stuff, some bad advice, but I'm interested to see how much stuff I posted that I still do agree with. And I wanted to talk real quick about like changing your views and your opinions because I think pride gets in the way a lot with opinions on stuff, especially if it's something that you've been vocal about for a significant amount of time. Like I think I definitely had a hard time going from essentially regurgitating like diet culture things in giving bad and misleading advice and tips to now basically doing the opposite because we let pride get in the way. Like we need to keep backing ourselves and our beliefs. And I've changed a lot of my views and opinions since becoming an adult. And it's not super fun acknowledging that you were wrong or acknowledging that your opinions were harmful. And I think so many people just like dig their feet into the ground on stuff just because they don't want to be wrong. And I think I still struggle with this too because I can be stubborn. Admitting you're wrong is hard, but the world progresses with people learning new things, having different experiences, and changing their opinions on stuff. So you're allowed to change your mind, especially after you've learned something new. We're all wrong at some point or another. We've all been regretful of things we do think or say. Like, I don't know why as humans we're pushed into so much shame for things that we all experience, like normal emotions and experiences. Anyway, a little bit of a tangent there, but just know you can at any point in your life change your mind about something. So with that, let's read some of these captions. Have I been saying comments the whole time? I'm not sure. I meant we're going back and reading my Instagram captions. Let's dive in. So I did go back and screenshot a few of these and I tried not to read them like too deeply because I wanted my authentic reaction to these. So we're going to start with a good one. One that I still very much agree with. It's just the way that I, (laughs) the way that I used to like talk, not even talk because this isn't how I would talk in real life. The way I would write these captions is just so weird sometimes. Like I did not speak in the way that I wrote these and they're a little cringy so here we go. This caption talks all about your why. The reason you want to reach your goals, what keeps you going when things get tough, what's going to push you when motivation runs out. Which I think I've even talked about that on here before. Like having a why, having a strong reason behind doing something is important for anything in life. This caption is long. All of my captions were very long back in the day so I won't read the whole thing. But I said, let your why be so powerful that it fuels you during your worst days. Love that. So cute. Love a little motivational tidbit. I think I'm going to find that a lot of the stuff that I do still kind of stand by in these captions, I just maybe like wouldn't present it in the same way, which is fine. Oh boy, moving on to the next one. This is a picture. (laughs) This is a picture of Halo Top ice cream with granola sprinkled on top. Listen, I lived, breathed, and died by Halo Top ice cream, not because it was good. It's disgusting. It's literally disgusting. It was the only ice cream that I would allow myself to eat because of the calorie content. This whole entire pint of Halo Top, it says 280 calories per pint. What about that makes you feel like it would taste good? Anything? Because it didn't. It was like chocolate flavored air. I vividly remember going to Giant Eagle with my boyfriend and we would both get ice cream and I would only get Halo Top and we would be checking out at self-checkout in the sheer like density and weight of his real delicious ice cream versus the Halo Top was always so shocking. The Halo Top was like 
so light, just like fluffy frozen whipped almond milk with like a whisper of chocolate. It just wasn't good. And I convinced myself that I love that stuff. And this caption said, Halo Top is officially a staple in my diet. And I'm not even mad about it. (laughs) Girl, get the regular ice cream. I promise you it's okay. And the addition of granola on top as well. Oh, peak 2017 Abby. Halo Top and granola. Mmm. Moving on. These are making me laugh so hard. I'm like trying not to like blow out the mic with my chuckles. <laughs> this one killed me. Oh my god. Okay. So this is a photo of a journal and then a Grant Cardone book, The 10X Rule. I was so big on personal development books and I was sharing two things that I've been doing that keep me motivated. First, reading. (laughs) This is so cringy. Okay, first, reading. And not Nicholas Sparks books, ladies. I mean books about success. (laughs) Books about being better and achieving what you want. Who let me post this? Who let me speak like this? Who let me have an Instagram account? Oh god, okay, the second thing I said was journaling, which... Love that. I do really love journaling. But that book thing, the not a Nicholas Sparks book, ladies. A book about success. That is iconic in the worst way possible. Dude, I don't know why I wrote captions like this. I truly don't remember speaking like this. I just am reading these. Can't imagine me writing them. I ended it by saying, if you're on the decline with your motivation, try some of these things out to light that fire back under your tush pardon? I don't think I've ever said the word tush in my entire life. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna skip over to one that I do agree with, but don't love the execution of yet again. So this caption, I remember writing this caption. I was like, this is revolutionary. I said, happiness greater than symbol, aesthetic. (laughs) Which like, yes, your happiness is far more important than what you look like. I wrote, lots of people work out and eat right to look a certain way, which is okay to admit. That's one of the many reasons why I work out. It makes us more comfortable in our skin, which makes us more confident. Nothing wrong with that. Which, yes, like, everybody can do what they want, but part of this, like, unpacking for me, like, digging deep into why I felt the way that I felt and, like, why I thought these things, there was something wrong with me, personally, wanting to work out to look a certain way. Like, Once I dug deeper into that, it wasn't cool and it wasn't okay. And I had, like, a lot of deeply rooted issues that I needed to deal with. So, like, eh, okay, go off, I guess. The caption continues, What's not okay is when you let that desire for an appearance take over your happiness. When you're giving up things and restricting to look a certain way. There's a fine line between being disciplined and being obsessed. Which I agree with, and I think this post is actually from 2018 because this is feeling like I'm entering my balance era. I was starting to realize that I was, like, not living my life in the most healthy way. I was, like, super obsessed with working out and eating certain things and how tiny I was and my weight. So I'm feeling like this is her her year of realizing things. But overall, I agree with the sentiment of this post. I ended it by saying, It's okay to have goals and to push yourself, but never lose sight of your happiness. If you find yourself unhappy because of your diet or workouts, stop doing it. Amen. 
Ooh, this next one. I've been waiting for this one. Okay. This one is all about holiday weight gain. I'm going to tear myself to shreds real quick. I'm just going to start to read it and then I'll interject. You know that holiday weight you hear about every year? Well, you don't just gain that weight from a few days of cookies and too much bread. You gain that weight when you eat unhealthy foods leading up to the holidays and then continue to eat unhealthy foods after. Girl, what? (laughs) Sadly, it's too late to go back and undo the bad food choices that you made at the start of the month. But it's not too late to put the junk food aside today. And that's exactly what I'm doing. In past years, you'd find me laying around my house the week after Christmas, consuming every leftover dessert we had. That, my friends, is how you gain the holiday weight. So today I'm back at it with my fave healthy foods. Today's lunch is a huge spinach bowl, which, interjecting, I always hated. I always hated it. Like, no, just no, like, good carbohydrate there with lunch. It was just always something over a bed of spinach or a bed of lettuce, and I hated it. Oh my goodness. Okay, jumping back into the caption. While I did enjoy eating all the food with my fam, I feel like a giant blob. (laughs) So I'm excited to get back to the norm. Uh, It goes on for a little bit after that. I just have so much to say. What? uh, Why? (laughs) I feel like there is so much that is problematic about this caption, but I want to touch on holiday weight gain. This is something that I was talking to Matt about actually this year because I was thinking about it. People are always obsessing around the holidays and are scared that they're going to gain weight. And for me personally, I can't speak on everyone. For me personally, the reason why I would gain weight from eating food around the holiday was because of how badly I was under eating the rest of the year. Because I am what I would call in this post a giant blob nowadays. I eat whatever I want before Christmas, during Christmas, and after Christmas, and I did not put on any weight during the holidays. Nothing significant. Like, I don't weigh myself, so I don't know, but all of my clothes still fit the same. But take you back four or five years ago, I would gain weight because the amount that I would eat over the holidays was so much more than I was used to eating day to day. So for a couple different reasons, that's why I would gain weight, just because I was eating more than I typically would because I was severely under eating day to day. Because I was severely under eating and restricting myself, I had no self-control around this kind of food, which would then make me eat like way more than I even actually wanted. Fast forward to now, I'm eating enough food for my body day to day so I'm not in that like scarcity mindset and I don't feel like I need to eat everything in sight when the holidays come around because I'm not restricting myself. So I just eat what I want around the holidays and I'm not putting on all this extra weight because it's like not that much extra food. And I just find it so funny and so ironic that I thought this was like good health advice and I thought like this was the way that you didn't put on that holiday weight. Whereas I just needed to like eat more day to day. I just wasn't eating enough. So then the holidays came around and I was like, oh my God, I need to eat every single thing in sight, which would then leave me feeling like horrible and guilty afterwards. And although I'm telling you how happy I am to have my huge spinach bowl for lunch, I was probably still obsessing over the food that I had eaten around Christmas. Like I was probably still thinking about it. I probably wanted more because when you don't, let yourself have something, 
you want it more. Just like when you tell a kid no, they typically want it more. They try to do whatever you're saying no to. So again, it is just so wild to me that I thought this was good advice and I thought this was the way that I had to live my life. Like I was just going to do this forever. Oh, that's so sad and so exhausting. And this caption is trash. Alrighty, this next photo is a image of me sitting in front of my mirror in leggings and a sports bra, like still posed, but just like unposed enough that I, to me, looked quote-unquote bad but not too bad because then I wouldn't post it of course like I have a little bit of skin hanging over the side of my leggings and I again thought this was like a revolutionary post the whole gist of it was like let's be real let's get real here this is what real bodies look like when it was still very much like a curated photo I was still posing I was making sure that I looked bad enough that people notice I look different than I usually did, but, like, not too bad that I thought anybody was going to, like, say anything. It's the whole, like, Instagram versus reality thing, but I think back in this era of Instagram, it was done really poorly. So I'll read the caption. Let's get real. Most pictures you see on Instagram are the most flattering poses and the best lighting. We all do it, and that's fine. Why wouldn't you want to look good? <laughs> I love how validate, self-validating I am in these captions. The caption goes on for like four to five chapters as they did back in the day. I said, next time you scroll through Instagram and are flooded with amazing photos of girls, know that they don't always look like that. Everyone has insecurities and flaws, even if they don't show them. So rock the skin you're in. <laughs> the caption was basically just about like loving your imperfections and flaws. But again, the execution. Girl, it's so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. I have also talked about this on my Instagram because I was really all for these types of posts. And I think I kind of like changed the way that I did them over time because I do think it's important to like call out the fakeness of social media and highlight normal bodies doing normal things. But what we don't need to do is like call it out like this. So back then I would have made a collage of two pictures of me, one where you could see like my cellulite and then one where you couldn't and the whole caption would be about loving yourself and how we all have flaws. Whereas now if I get a photo of myself and you can see my cellulite, I just post the picture and I don't call it out because it doesn't need to be called out. Like that's negating the purpose of just showing normal bodies doing normal things when you make the entire thing about the like quote-unquote flaw. It again, it came from an insecurity thing for me. Like I needed to show you that I could look good as well as looking bad. Again, I put bad in air quotes. Or I needed to call out the flaw that I was seeing. It's like when you have a pimple and you let everyone know that you know you have the pimple because it like somehow makes you feel better. When I think the most powerful thing you can do is just post the picture where you can see your cellulite, post the picture where you have a pimple. Like, just be a normal human being and people will get the message. Okay, I have one more bad one <laughs> and then we'll end it with a positive one. This one just genuinely makes me so sad. So this is a photo of a loaf of bread my family always used to make homemade Easter bread growing up, like braided Easter bread. 
and this was a picture of that bread and I put almond butter and banana on it. So here's the caption. Breakfast today was some homemade Easter bread, almond butter, and a banana. This bread isn't very healthy, but boy is it tasty. Which leads into my usual pre-holiday caption of not worrying about food during a holiday. Like, the mixed messaging that we're getting here is so crazy to me. It makes me sad that I said that this bread isn't very healthy, but boy is it tasty. Like, we're just really highlighting my all-or-nothing mentality with food. What about this bread to me made it not healthy? Like, I truly don't understand. It's homemade bread that I made with my family. Like, it has good memories associated with it. It tastes amazing, but I needed to call out that "Mm, it's not very healthy. Why? Because it's bread? I truly don't know why I thought this was so unhealthy. I probably felt so guilty after eating this, and it was probably just because it was bread. Like, I thought bread was unhealthy. I thought carbs were unhealthy. When in reality, it's a homemade slice of bread with almond butter and banana. Like, that's a pretty nutritious snack or breakfast if I ate a little bit more than that. I can see how much, like, I'm trying, though, in this caption. And again, it makes me sad to go back and know what kind of, like, mental warfare is going on inside my mind. Because I ended the caption by saying... Just like one healthy meal won't make you lose weight, one unhealthy meal, or even a few, won't make you gain weight. Eat the bread and the chocolates and enjoy the day. So like, ah, again, I had the right spirit, almost kind of, we were getting there at that point. It's like I made these exceptions around the holidays where like, it's okay to eat whatever you want and eat the bad unhealthy food. And then somehow when the holiday was over, like all of that went out the window And I was back to this, like, rigid mentality around food, categorizing things as healthy or unhealthy, which I guess I was still doing during the holidays. Like, even though I was allowing myself to eat those things, in my mind, it was like, these things are bad and I am only eating them because it is a holiday. Ah, so again, it just makes me so sad for her because she was trying so hard. And it was causing her a lot of her happiness. So very glad that we have uh, moved past that. Very proud of her for getting through that as well. But very gross that I was like spreading this on social media. Thinking it was like groundbreaking, fantastic advice. And it was low-key kind of messed up and like probably damaging for other people. So I'm so sorry if you were a part of 2017-2018 Abby underscore Wellner. You may be entitled to financial compensation. All right, we're going to end it on a positive one. In this caption, I was talking about how I skipped most of my workouts the week prior because I was busy with tests and with work and how I was feeling really guilty for it. And I love to see that I could like call out those thought patterns and like challenge them. So the caption says, I haven't been skipping my workouts because I'm lazy. I skipped them to make time for other things last week. Life gets busy and sometimes you have to pick between the things you can do in a day. So if you need it, here's your reminder to take life one day at a time, do as much as you can handle. Work hard but know your limits. Live in the present moment and do the best you can. Your best effort is always enough. And I love that. There were so many times where I would prioritize working out over anything else in my life at that time. Like things that would make me happy like hanging out with friends. So it's really nice to see the kind of change in my mindset there where I recognize that like things can come before burning 500 calories on the treadmill. 
I used to let this like health and wellness and fitness mentality run my life instead of it just being something that I incorporated into my life. Which leads me into how I kind of want to wrap up this episode. What health, fitness, wellness advice would I give now based on all of the sort of changes in views and opinions and mindsets that I've made since these deliciously cringy Instagram posts. I think the first one is there are so many different ways to be healthy that aren't related to weight loss or physical appearance. I see all these gym bros and even women doing this, posting really gross fat phobic things on social media about how society promotes obesity nowadays and being fat is unhealthy when there are so, 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 so many other metrics for health outside of your weight. I was unhealthy when I was my thinnest, like point blank period. I was my unhealthiest when I was 120 pounds. Weight is not a direct indication of your health. Focusing on your mental health is beneficial for your physical health. Like, it can literally reduce things like heart disease. Managing your stress levels is beneficial to your health. Not overthinking your food choices is beneficial to your health. Sleeping well each night. Allowing yourself to rest from the gym, from work, from school. Prioritizing fun things. Things that will bring you joy. These are all ways that you can be healthy that have nothing to do with your weight. I think the next tip that I have is find what works for you. Explore different workouts and try new foods and figure out what you like and what you don't like and then do more of the things that you like. Because when you try to do things you hate doing or hate eating, you will be miserable and you'll be sad and you'll probably feel bad about yourself. You don't have to be like Whitney Simmons and lift weights all the time. You don't have to be that girl and wake up at 6 a.m. to do a Pilates class. You don't have to drink protein shakes. You don't have to do yoga. You don't have to have big muscles. You don't have to count your calories. This is why I really dislike the hardcore discipline mindset because life should be enjoyed. And I really, truly believe that everyone can find things to benefit their health that they actually enjoy. And that can change over time. Like right now, I'm enjoying a couple weight training sessions a week, walking, stretching. I'm enjoying taking a full week off of heavy exercise and a while my period. I'm enjoying smoothies right now. I'm enjoying cucumbers on my toast. And all of this might change in six months. And that's okay because I just want to continue incorporating healthy things into my life that I enjoy. Which leads into my last point, and that is mindset. Changing my mindset around health and fitness and food entirely changed my life. Nothing in life is usually black or white. Food is not good or bad. You haven't fallen off track because you no longer are enjoying your workouts. You aren't lazy for skipping a workout. Like the all or nothing mentality towards fitness completely wrecked me. It can truly be as simple as incorporating things into each day for your health. Whether that's going to bed early, drinking more water, having a bowl of fruit, taking a walk, journaling. I just think too often we try to do too much when it can be dialed back and catered towards our unique lives and interests. And my friend Nicole, Nick B Fitness on Instagram, talked about it on her IG story today. If you're constantly feeling like you're falling off track, she said you might need to reframe your mindset around health and fitness and you might need to try a different routine. If you're finding yourself starting over all the time, maybe that routine just isn't best for you. So again, find what actually works for you, what's realistic, and what feels good. Don't overthink it. It should not be miserable. 
You know yourself best, so do the things that work for you. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope this was enjoyable for you guys. Maybe you got a little laugh. It's just fun to like look back and reflect on the old versions of yourself and also like appreciate how far you've come. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to follow along on Instagram, I post much less cringy things now. You can follow me at Abby underscore Wellner or you can follow at GoodHumanPod to stay in the loop on all things Good Human. And with that, I will talk to you guys next week. See ya!